This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's a good show. Welcome to You're Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. There's been this uh, real actual trend in the news Mm -hmm. of white Americans calling the cops on people of color. Uh, For no let's, reason. Let's, yeah, let's just say this isn't a new trend. This has always Not been a going new tr- on. I, I know, it's I a know. trend of it's, people covering it. No, no, I mean, it's a trend on social media in that yeah. um, black Twitter, for the most part, is assigning them nicknames, yeah. which are very funny because they're not actually these people's names. But there's Permit Patty and there's um, <laughs> Barbecue, I think it's bar- BBQ Becky. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And these videos go viral and they're so... And it'll be a white uh, woman who calls uh, the police because black people are having a barbecue. Having a barbecue yeah. in or, the park. Yeah. In the park. Or, the, or a, dad, something a white dad calling that. the police on, on a person trying to use a public yes, pool. Use the pool and she has her ID yeah. card. Or the one where uh, a white lady called the cops on a Eight-year-old black girl selling water bottles. Yeah, oh, right. Or yeah, since I, I mean, that. since Trump's election, the countless videos of white Americans telling Mexican Americans that you don't belong here. You right. Go back I mean, to your country. this clearly stems from that, and they, yeah. I think, they feel this sort of, I guess, this in you know innate privilege to be um, horrible, but yeah. under the guise of like quote looking out for the public safety or yeah. something. Sure. Um, and it's just it's just ridiculous and. I appreciate the way in which people have used social media to literally make fun of these people so much that they assign them a fake name. Mm-hmm. I just fi- I just find it funny, and yeah. I find it, um, you know, it's a it's a it's a interesting way to combat the shenanigans going on by using humor, which yeah. I think is interesting. Toxic, negative yeah, yeah, culture. the monstrosity yeah. that this is, right? And um, so in um, at a drugstore in Chicago, um, Chicago. Uh, this woman, Camila Hudson, who is black, uh, tried to use a coupon at a CVS. And coupon, let's just say, in in Camila's defense, CVS gives you sheets on sheets on sheets of coupons. When you purchase mm. at CVS, you get, and Nikki Glaser, a great comedian, does a whole series of Instagram stories when she shops at CVS, <laughs> because the the receipt is literally a mile long. Oh, they're like, it's long. it's insane. Yeah. And you, you save them, and you use them for deals in the future, which I do all the time. See, I'm not a coupon guy. Oh, I am. I love a good coupon. I've, I've never I love a good coupons. deal, but I mainly use them on my phone, so I can scan. Like, I'll do rewards cards. I don't yeah. do coupons. Yeah. Anyway, Camilla. Well, so at, at CVS... Um, the manager, uh, this guy named Maury Matson, uh, called the police because he said he had never seen a coupon like the one she was holding. So he called the police on on this woman uh, for using a coupon. For using a coupon that he hadn't recognized. Now was and she in, refusing to leave the line? Was she? Uh, no, was... I, I just think he he was um, so scared that if you watch the video and we have 
we can we, we, the yeah, video yeah, is yeah. incredible yeah. because she's just filming him as he's on the phone and he is literally he's trembling trembling right, trembling right. with fear <laughs> as this this woman's like I just tried to use a coupon, and right. he's yeah. on the phone, and his hands is shaking so violently. Um, and you know, in the video, you can he see he should be trembling. He's going to lose his job, as he should. Yeah. And he describes her like in front of her as African American. She said, "I'm black. Black isn't a bad word." Which also, I just think it's like it's a fascinating way to just be like, like without saying "fuck you," it's a, just a big "fuck you." Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so it's just so gross. But anyway, so this guy is apparently running for the 48th ward alderman in his neighborhood, and. And uh, the Chicago Sun-Times found that his campaign website, which has since been taken down, promised increased police presence in the 48th Ward and that the manager, this guy, Maury, Maury Motson or whatever, is president of the Illinois chapter of the Log Cabin Republicans, which is uh, gay, uh, gay, gay Republican Republicans and that he was a big support, uh, or supporter of Donald Trump mm-hmm. in 2016. Gay so. Republicans are officially... The worst people in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk, uh, so I'm just curious. I mean, you guys I, I don't obviously think that, are, but yeah. I do yeah. think. Why do you think they're the worst people in the world? It's just I, I you know, I, I, uh, I think it was to me it was always a little bit more distinct during the, the Bush era when, yeah. the, when you know the Republican Party was was running on a very solid platform of explicitly op- uh, opposing gay Anti-gay, rights, and at yeah. that point you just go, well, what. What else would it take for you to vote the way I demand you to vote? Yeah. I know that's ridiculous, but like, you know, if someone is running on a platform of the, you are lesser than, it's so bizarre to think that that a quarter. I mean, it, during the Bush era, a quarter percent, a quarter of all gay voters were voting Republican. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. statistically I mean, speaking, that's a small amount, but that's a ton of people still. There is, there is. I mean, people don't like to really accept it, but amongst sort of. Gay white men, more so. Um, it, there are members of the gay community who are fairly conservative in not necessarily a social way, but in an economical, way, economical. Is that a word? Economical way. Uh, and and during the 2016 election, I wrote an article for Out about sort of log cabin Republicans and what's happening and sort of the trend of people, gay men, gay white men, who sort of rejected the idea of Hillary Clinton on. In my opinion, sexist grounds, and and who were going towards Repub- Donald Trump because of a fear of change. Fear, I don't know. There's a lot of levels. And are they crazy? No, they aren't crazy. It's it's not crazy for someone to have a political belief that isn't your own. It is fine for them to be a Republican and to support a smaller government and to support you know conservative ideology in terms of how we should be running the economy. That is fine. That is a fine political disagreement. When you start voting for people who are very aggressively going to harm your community, like, you know, George W. Bush was doing in Mm -hmm. the 2000s. Is that crazy? Isn't that it's just a, well? I think using the word crazy strange? is a little incendiary because it's not necessarily. It's like they're saying the same things about you for blindly following someone who wasn't supporting gay marriage up until 2012. Like it's I the guess, same. But it's, it's the same sort of principles that like it's a disagreement in politics. It's not crazy uh-huh. that they have a different ideology. It's crazy when you start supporting someone who then will openly go after judges who are going against your community, who will openly try to take away your marriage rights, will take mm-hmm. away adoption rights, will take away certain civil rights that we are currently getting. Trump's judges are very, very conservative. Very conservative. And and when you support a president is that's pushing judges like that, that's when your values it takes away from the from the economic issues of your conservatism and it goes to the social issues which that's what I mean. aren't in line it's, with who you are as a person. That that to me is crazy to vote against your own your own safety, your your own self respect. Like why would one do that? Well because 
Republicans don't think that the government should be in private lives and should be policing private lives. And and there's that element to it. But at it, a certain place, if it's if you're including everything, at what point does economics outweigh... Well, it's not just economics. It's also like not having the government as a part of your daily life. So if you think that, you know, a judge... It shouldn't be legislating from the court. I mean, there's a lot of layers to it. It's yeah. nuanced. Well, so this guy was also found to have um, led an effort to get a bike path built by um, his in his home of Andersonville, mm-hmm. and then he submitted. Which sounds made up. Yeah, it does sound made up. But he submitted a petition that had like 13 pages of signatures, and then an opponent of the bike path said she looked at the signatures and noticed that five pages of them were false, and said, "Are you kidding me? You just submitted this without even thinking anybody would look at it." <laughs> and the guy admitted to falsifying some of the signatures taking a year to collect them instead of doing it in the 90-day 90, 90 window set by the law. Which is so old-school Chicago politics. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 to me, it's just... And, and he also included fake addresses. So I guess I'm wondering, the main you know, big question is, how much of a dick is this guy? <laughs> well, I mean, this guy's a dick, but more to the point of people calling the police on people of color for no reason, this man... And being a politician in in Chicago is indicative of sort of the culture right now, which is that there's there's this change happening. And thank God for social media, because, you know, people of color and minorities are able to actually film these things and to show the world what has always been a regular pattern uh, in their lives. Yeah. And and the fact that these people and the media more so are finally taking the the opportunity to present these videos to the world and to push them further and further and more so to legitimize them, because it's, it's far different to have it's, a post on Facebook than it is for New York Times to pick it up. Exactly. It's, it's, I think I think for a white person, for someone like, well, for someone like my dad, who is a liberal guy and open minded, but who has never experienced any discrimination from any law enforcement officer, it's important that these videos exist so I can, whenever it, it comes up, yes. you can say, well, mm-hmm. let me show you five or ten yes. videos of police being called because someone didn't use the right coupon. And right. like this is just, this isn't, it's not his, maybe it is his fault, maybe it's our fault, but like it's not his fault he hasn't experienced this and, and, no, it's and, not. and, and like hasn't been on social media <laughs> yeah, to, to like know that it exists, yes. but it's like... It's astounding to see it so... See it through somebody's phone. It would it would be his fault, and this is, I think, what the real issue is. It would be his fault if he saw these videos and then said, "Well, this is a conspiracy. This is something right. different. This isn't. That's not everybody." If right. you deny the facts when they're presented to you because it challenges your life or the way you live or your mindset, then that's that's the real problem, mm-hmm. I think, right now, is that for so many people, they hear Donald Trump talking about Mexicans taking jobs and coming and raping women and doing all these crazy things in this country, which is the numbers aren't there. They're, that's not true. And then people go out of their way to attack you know, Mexican-American families or black families saying, you don't belong here, mm-hmm. or you're not this, or Those you should go back to your country. Those videos are horrifying, and, yeah. and, and police are called on them, yep. too. I mean, horrifying. the woman who called uh, uh, the police on a, a, a Mexican-American man who was literally just doing his job as a construction site. He was, yeah. at a, he was doing his job. I, I Sometimes I wish uh, that there, I mean, this isn't, people's faults for not getting this on tape or what it's, it might not necessarily always be the cop's fault to tell the person to call the police that this is egregiously inappropriate but I would like to see that more too I would too I would like yeah. to see the cop video of that recently. Yeah, I think I've heard of one or two but like yeah. I think the cops should be I mean, you know 
I, I don't know, maybe they're racist too, and, and they're like, yeah, okay, you know, careful with those coupons, lady. But, like, I would like to hear stories, and I'm sure there are stories of cops being like, this is not appropriate there's a, there's to be an amazing, using 911 for this for this. Yeah, there was a event. guy who was a real estate broker, and he was, like, checking out the house that he was going to, I think, put on the market or was on the market, just, like, checking it out, I believe, before he was going to uh, show it. And the woman who lived next door, a white lady, was on the porch berating him and called the cops on him. Mm. Um, and, th- you know, it was refreshing to see the cop defend him yeah. Yeah. to the neighbor and be like, this is his job. I don't, you know, why? Do, basically, like, why waste taxpayer money on something like right. this? Exactly. This is his job. Right. Yeah. And I think those are the videos that actually have a little bit of a Which is often so surprising right word, is that many of these people, I mean, I'm reading into it, I don't know, but like this person, for example, is clearly someone who probably wants a smaller government and not to waste taxpayers' dollars, when in reality, you're doing the very thing you say you don't you like being wasting, done. Yeah. You are wasting taxpayer taxpayers' money. dollars on things that... Is is just isn't necessary. I heard a conversation on CNN or somewhere where they were saying that it isn't necessarily. It's the police jobs to respond to nine one one calls. You can't judge yeah. necessarily why why something sure. is there because you don't know what's happening before you get there. When you get there, you see it's a shit show and it should never have happened in the first place. Sure, but the police should be responding when there is a call. But the conversation went to um, how nine one one operators handle conversations and how they the, the questions they ask and what how they can try to alleviate a situation not so much a bad situation but right. more understand the nuances of a Ma'am, situation. Ma'am, are you a racist, crazy person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, the, um, but the crazy thing that happens with that is then, God forbid, a 911 operator doesn't call the police yeah, or doesn't, and, and then something, something bad happens. happens. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, the, to close the segment, are all log Republicans... Monsters. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna so. say hard no on that. I think so. hard no, hard no. Not a soft no. Well, no, wait, no. not if they listen to our podcast. Right, they're they wonderful, are then endearing, and, and I thank know you for, for listening. Fact, two of them do. Two of them do. Not even joking. And now for not even joking, we have a special guest with us today: comedian and writer Jabuki Young White. Hey guys, what's up? How are you? Thank you for being like here. That you invented Grinder. Yeah, Great. You did? Good. No, that, that well, then I am going to crush your head. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy at the airport who told me he was the inventor of Grinder, and I was like, no. What did he, he flying like? first he class? Was, he was on Grinder, he was telling me this. And then I did some research, and it was actually his the guy. Foot what did the he look like? What, his, his name's Joel. He's, uh, he's, he has dark hair. He's Jewish. He like is, he's very What's handsome. Grindr? Do you think he would fare well on Grinder? Yeah, he does. I mean, of course. Yeah, but like. He probably. Makes the algorithm work in his favor. Yeah. You know I mean? you be- Wait, do we believe? We- did you believe that? Oh, he- I know it's him. It's definitely him. Oh, so you looked it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was years ago. And it's like on Grinder, like within the first year of Grinder. So Grinder is obviously, I presume everyone knows, but is it is a hookup app for gay monsters. Uh, well, <laughs> let's step back. It is, yes, in, it is a hookup app, yes. <laughs> but it's also not necessarily. There was a great article a couple years ago about how, in because Grinder is an international app, and in many countries it is used as a communication app for gay men who aren't able to be gay in public. I love the communication app. That's the best yes. PR of communication I mean, I'm not app. paid to say that. I'm just saying I, we should say that because it isn't in many situations just for hooking up. It's, it's for monsters. It, I mean, yeah. it is a, yeah. it is a, and, and people become know, monsters when they're on. So are you, are you on a Chibuki? Have What's you used up? it? I've definitely used it for sure. Um, I... Don't use it as much anymore. Yeah, but I was because it's it. for monsters. Well, yeah, I <laughs> got out of my monster phase. It's um, monstrous. Yeah, I yeah. Think I, I'm saying I'm just saying it's monstrous. Well, I, explain I what you mean by monstrous. What I mean is that it's this 
To explain it is to say that it's a uh, you sign on and it's a grid mm-hmm. where of a, rejection, a, a grid of of where <laughs> of people of of men, you know, assume, assuming it's yeah. men and um, women, trans and women, women trans women, yeah. so that you have a box and in your box on the grid, you represent <laughs> yourself and basically sell yourself as a sexual mm-hmm. yeah. product. It's or, a gay yeah, home yeah. shopping network. I mean, it is. I mean, it is. Yeah. And and so the reason I say Brent and I both say monsters is because it's set up in in as far as I see it as a really toxic way. To just feel rejected. Yeah. Now, others might not see it that way. And, H. Allen, you've brought up the interesting point that I didn't think about until you brought it up, the idea that it's, it is actually used for communication in places that are, mm-hmm. you know, more rural or whatever, and, then, and that guys don't have access that they might have in a city. Yeah. I mean, they can be monsters, too. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, 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 and so... I wanted to just bring up the I, ad- oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say it just uh I, I just feel like when it comes to all dating apps, I just Tinder and all of them, mm-hmm. it just terrifies me that it's like changing how we communicate. Yeah, I agree and, with that. And it especially so in big is. cities where there's million I mean, tens of thousands of people use Grindr in Los Angeles. I I you know, when I when I have used it, I don't use it right now because it's mm-hmm. blocked on my phone by Alan because I'm a little obsessive. But, <laughs> uh, sponsor. Thank you again. I was actually going to ask you to <laughs> let me use it for a while, but uh, <laughs> literally today. But I I was like on the fence. Um, Need that vitamin but, D. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, but it's like it, especially in a city like L.A., the first hundred people. You know, when you open up the app, you see the first hundred people, and that's only a few miles. That's people within a few miles of mm-hmm. you, and so. You can log on all day long. You can see different people. You can drive two miles away and see almost like a totally different crew of people. And it makes it difficult, I think, to meet people because we become more flippant where – uh, meeting like, and I've done this myself. You know, you you exchange messages with someone. They're super hot. You're like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. Yeah. We're gonna meet in you know two hours. I think everyone wants to murder me, so I always get beers or coffee or something first, or I give them you a fake address. And then I, you meet some <laughs> yeah. public. Setting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or sometimes I'll give them like a, a an address down the street mm-hmm. and <laughs> just to and see. just to make sure it's them, and then I'll come get them. I think it's making us more flippant because. You can always find someone who is exactly your type, especially in a, like I said, especially in a big city like this, another mile down the road. Mm-hmm. And I do it all the time. And I have a relatively specific type. Well, and yet it's like every time someone bails on me or I bail on someone, uh, I'm just like, well, I'll just find someone well, because better. I mean, basically, it's there's always like something else. There's, some, there's yeah. the next best thing is always down the road for you because yes. literally there's a grid that gives you that. Yes. Jabuki, though, I want to ask you, I mean, one of the things that like for me on Grindr, I've always sort of looked at is I reject the terms like mask. I reject the terms sort of all of these things that sort of person or people who who say, you know, oh, no blacks, no femmes or no mm. Asians. And they oh. we should and also they, that's a, it's a common and, thing. I mean, yeah. literally, it is a very, it's a, very common, it's a common thing. known term. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, that people on Grinder and these apps will say no fats, no femmes, no <laughs> and blacks, then be no so, Asians. I feel like it's gotten to a point where they're meta about it now, and they're meta. like, "And yes, I know that's fucked up, yeah. but I don't care." And they're it's just like they're like, screaming. And for me, like down. I always, whenever I, I've always said this, like whenever someone says, "Oh, it's just a preference," I'm like, "Well, if a black person came up to you in the bar and they hit on you, would you say, oh, yeah. no, no blacks, just a preference'? No, of course, you, you would yeah. never do that.' So I want to ask you, as a as a sort of a queer person of color, do you? How dare? How you. dare Don't gender him. I am white. <laughs> I am Caucasian. What kind I of, did my twenty? What kind of responses have you gotten? And, um, and on Grindr? Yes. And like, what has that sort of experience been like for you? Um, 
I've gotten a decent amount of just like not my type, sorry. Yeah. And I've been like, uh, is it because I look like I'm 12? Is it because I'm black? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, and I just don't know. Um, I feel like earlier when I first got on, I did get some like, uh, sorry, no black guys. Um, they would say that to you, yeah. And then I would be like, okay, blocked. <laughs> and then yeah. I would just move along. Yeah. But um, it's also such a strange is... choice to make when you could. Even though I hate blocking people or being blocked, you could just also block it. the person. Yeah. I love blocking. Like, what a strange choice to very pointedly say, I, I'm not into you. I mean, it's like, it's, it's as anti-American as it gets. This is why I think it's monstrous. Yeah. Because it gives this space where guys can be meta and say, I know it's, you know, racist to say it's, but X, Y, Z. But this is a person who's saying, sorry, not into black guy. It's like, you don't have to say that yeah. it's so yeah. Yeah. it's already racist to begin with but it's thoughtless and inconsiderate to yeah. actually put those to words vocalize that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i will say there is a part of me that when that would happen i'd be like okay well at least i know i'm not crazy yeah because of course as, as horrible as that is i feel like there have been real life like irl interactions where i'm like i feel like this is a race thing, but it will never be spoken. Wow! Because you're not as anonymous as you are. Just bummer like to being me. A torso. So oh. I think hearing that, a part of me is just like, okay, well, at least I know this is real. Yeah. Can I and ask what? What? I, I don't know. If you don't, you don't have to say it. If you don't want to, it, go for it. What? What? How would you? How would somebody? give you that vibe IRL that you're like oh you are racist like it's so hard to define because I don't want it to be like oh well if you don't think I'm hot you must be racist no I know know. yeah yeah yeah. so that's why seeing that you yeah (laughs) all the time yeah if you know you know yeah you're not a you're not dumb exactly but then seeing that actually written out in text is Mm -hmm. like okay well I know that statistically there's at least one of those situations where my instinct was right and I was like this seems like uh race-based kind of thing and by the way like from the macros perspective if you don't know what grinder is and you hear Brent talking about blocking or you're talking about mm-hmm. um, somebody saying I'm not into black like just these terms that were like just dropping yeah it's such a layered and trope heavy thing yeah that is that is like an uh, like there's so many layers to it I mean and we're just talking about like we're just talking about like casual racism. That's just one layer that makes it a toxic environment, yeah. as far as I can see. Mm-hmm. And you know, the topic that I wanted to talk about. I mean, there's so much yeah. to talk about, mm-hmm. but so much to cover. <laughs> there really is. I mean, yeah. and we will on this podcast. But you know, one thing that's that is part of Grinder now, part of the algorithm, is that when you join, you can choose from a list of quote tribes. And these tribes are all okay. I'll just say what they yeah, yeah. are. Yeah, the tribe, clean cut, daddy, discreet, geek, jock, leather, otter, paws, rugged, trans, twink. Right. <laughs> Let's make that a song. <laughs> so those are all things that some of them are based on exa- on what you look like. Yeah. yeah. One of them is based on whether you're HIV positive or negative. Mm-hmm. One of them is based on whether you're out. Well, just positive, not negative. Po- right. True. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's just to me, I don't know. It just to me, it's like well, the pause one I will uh, say, and and I and I I have you know many friends who are HIV positive, and one of the things that I've learned in with that particular tribe is that so often in sort of the and and this it's the same often with sort of queer people of color too that like in social settings in IRL settings 
it isn't necessarily integrated in such a socially accepting, affirming way. And even with someone who's HIV positive being right. at a gay bar sure. and then telling someone they're HIV positive, yeah. the likelihood of their going home with someone is slim. Yeah. And so having an app that allows positive people to meet and act or to be able to communicate their status in a way that is upfront and vocal, we should be applauding that and also to be more open and accepting to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I definitely get that angle. I think Elliot's big hang-up has always been that uh, most of these are related to how you look and how you define yourself, especially underneath the umbrella of this is an animal that you look like. Yes. Bear, otter, all this shit. Like, also, we do not say, furry you know, shame. You know what, what I am. What did you say? I said do not furry shame. <laughs> There's you know, just you so know, many. I, I've always said I'm, I'm a, uh, if I'm going to use a, a. A weaselly minx, is that uh, it? Yeah, I'm a mink. A, a mink. Which is smooth yeah. Wow, weaselly. I so yeah. see that for you. <laughs> yeah, thank that's you. That's beautiful. I made it up for myself, but I'm thank you. Thank you for That's my tribe. But the thing is, like, we're making jokes. Like, Alan always says, I'm, my tribe is Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. But like, I have her ca- body. But like, why shouldn't it be Kathy? You know what I mean? Like, these, t- I just find them so restrictive. I find them limiting and I find it gross. What do to- you think, Jabuki? Yeah, what do you um, think? Jibuki? I mean, when I first got onto Grinder, I was definitely uh, milking that discreet. Um, tribe because well, I feel wait, like yeah. explain that. why were you well, first off, I was in the closet and okay. and oh, discreet like, does mean of. you're in the closet yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not well, like out I was like out to that, friends yeah. kind of but it was just like a, I'm not like fully integrated sure. into like every facet of my life it was still like compartmentalized at that point you in weren't time. only gay yet now yeah. you're only gay yeah. now <laughs> I'm gay as shit but back then um, yeah I definitely was milking that because people just thought it was hot. Like, yeah, I was gonna say that yeah. that that is, I think, the the most quote unquote quote, appealing. Yeah, because it's like this like sexy, discreet, secretive affair. Yeah. It's what well, you and discreet, well. what you discreet have, also right? means yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean not in, not out. It also means that your mask or your very, I don't think that's you true. Pass, you, it is. It is because no. I've asked people about no, this. I don't think it's I, true. I think that people. Will claim that, yeah. But whenever they do, I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't yeah. think that's true. Mm-mm. I think yeah. that's weird that somebody's yeah. like, my tribe is that I'm discreet, yeah, which means I'm I'm out. But uh, it's that, like I don't the Neil it. Patrick Harris types, that yeah. Are like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gay, but yeah. Well, but I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a daddy. That's I'm weird. a pop. There isn't a there isn't, <laughs> there isn't a tribe. I'm a showman. Yeah. There isn't a tribe for mask, which I think is really there telling. is or isn't. There is not. And if you look at all of these tribes, the only tribe, if you want to identify as mask, which we know so many want to identify as mask, (laughs) you identify either as discreet, jock, daddy, leather. I don't think discreet. Rugged. rugged Who is ever rugged? I've never seen a rugged. I know. I want Again, someone to like think b- about have a picture of them with Mel, a rug Mel around them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a rug a, wrapped around yeah, them. But Bear that's the thing. You, think, the you think about all this shit and it's like you think about these labels and it's like, yeah, what the fuck is rugged? And 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 to me, it all it all goes back to how masculine does this make me sound? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is the idealized version? Like, I honestly don't buy the discreet thing. I don't buy that people are like, I'm out, but I'm, I don't buy it. The, what I buy about the conceit of it is that, oops, is that the conceit is that the more masculine 
Mm-hmm. I am. The more, if I'm discreet, the idea is like, you can't have me. I'm so I'm on, I'm in the closet. Yeah. And I'm masculine about it. And, uh-huh. it, and it just it, it, there's this like everything here has this like right. unspoken, like sexy element. To yeah, it yeah, yeah. That I find Which is unnerving. weird and unnerving. I, yeah. Yeah. I think at the very least they need to do a hardcore redesign of the app because mm-hmm. you open it feeling like you're going to get murdered. Like yeah. all the colors are like cautionary. Oh, in New it's York, like yellow and black. I used to like text like, a friend when I was going to a hookup just to just so that he knew yeah, if, if I didn't, if he, if he oh, didn't yeah. hear Guys, from me. And I would, is- I would always mention, I would be like, yeah, like, I'm going to meet up some friends after this. So, yeah. like, yeah. What is, like, make when quick. we all think of the logo for Grinder? Yeah. What do you think of? A burglar. Yeah. A burglar. A yeah, murderer. Yeah, yeah. A murderer. Jason <laughs> yes. from the... Or a bionicle. <laughs> a oh, bionicle? Yeah, I see that. Kind I of totally like see that. Yeah. You guys remember those? I don't What's know. What's bionicle? Little toys. I kind of uh, see, anyway, I kinda like see Wilson from Castaway. Yeah, but also yeah, you know, Wilson sure, from Castaway. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I see fair. Wilson that's from fair. Castaway. That's so true. It's like yellow and b- black, which is like steer. Literally, is steer from clear. stay clear. Yeah, clear. Like, I don't know. I just find it toxic. There's so yeah. many levels that we could get into. Yeah. What tribe are you, Elliot? Oh man. Oh, this bitch a mink. <laughs> Honestly, like Dyke, I'm a, I'm like an old. <laughs> oh my! Lesbian. You're gonna have so many lesbian <laughs> listeners being like, "You can't have Dyke." I know yeah, I yeah. can't. I'm just saying. I'm like, I feel like I want to. Like, I watch The Fosters, which is a show about two a lesbian couple that like yeah, there should children. be a to be like there should be a tribe that's like curmudgeonly. Yeah, you can yeah, just yeah, curmudgeonly. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's just like old. Le- it's just old lesbian. I yeah. guess really Ter- yeah. Terry Polo in character. What about you, Jabuki? Um, you know, I'm a twink and I embrace that. I own that. I aspire to be a twunk one day. Uh, <laughs> What's a twunk? Twink hunk. Oh. Um, but I for think right you're now, a twunk. I'm a twunk? Yeah. Honestly, I've been going to the gym a lot recently. Oh, I yeah. think I'm approaching twunk territory. Get twunk. Um, but it's all, it doesn't mean anything I, at the end I of the day. I could obviously go on, about, go on about this forever and I won't, but I will say that as somebody who doesn't identify as a bear, mm-hmm. I have been told I'm a bear, you're a muscle bear, you're this bear, you're that bear, and I don't like it because it makes me feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. And gay guys hate when I say that, yeah, I've gotten such shit it. on Twitter for yeah. saying that, but it's how I feel. And so for me, I think that's why the labels have this trigger effect yeah, for right. me because I find you, them Brent? limiting. What are you? Um, a weirdo? I don't know. Is that a choice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, choose yeah. weirdo. Yeah. I like I'll that. Just say, I'll, yeah. What'd you say? Clean cut. You're clean, a clean cut yeah, weirdo. I'll say clean cut. Yeah, I don't yeah. use it. I mean, that's the, I think that's the last thing I was going to say is that maybe the other reason why we find these things so unnerving is that people it's available to you but no one actually uses I mean some people use them but I don't pay attention to them I will you look at pictures and once in a while I'll read like a profile but that's it it's just strange strange. it seems like like an unnecessary step and who came up with this like nomenclature yeah but I will say are y'all using these terms when you're searching for porn because it is useful no I don't and that well I do so (laughs) I just exposed myself well Jabuki thank you for being here (laughs) now we know what you're going to be looking for yeah And another thing. And another thing. This is the segment where we talk about something that's just not gay necessarily. Could be, but whatever. I'll make it gay. Make it gay, dude, because we're going to talk about our cars. <laughs> yes. I'm as as an. We all moved here from New York, mm-hmm. and I love the car culture here. Yeah. 
most people, a lot of people, I feel like, seem to hate it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a very integral part of our lives in Los Angeles. Interesting observation. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I'm I'm fascinated by the fact that people don't really talk about it a lot. In my experience, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I want to, I think it's fascinating to find like what car somebody chooses and why. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> it's it's interesting to me. It's interesting to me when like in a in a setting where you're when. Like a work setting or something like that, when you like see people disperse and like what cars they're driving. You sound like me when I was ten years old. You're at, you go around asking people what car did you drive? Why? why? Is, wait, why is that a weird question? It's oh, no, it's not a weird question. I just think it's like kind of adorable. I remember asking when I was a kid because uh, I grew up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So and my dad worked for Ford, so I was very Ford loyal. And so, uh, but I also loved class stuff. So of course, I think every kid wants like a nice car. Yeah. And so I I remember asking my pediatrician what car he drove. Wow. And he drove a Ford Taurus, and I was wow. really disappointed. Yeah, you wanted something <laughs> Because classier. I wanted it to be like a BMW or some shit, even though, it, you know, it's, uh, you know, tell well, my for dad. The record, I mean, for the record, what do you drive now, Brent? I drive a Ford C-Max. Great That's car. Right. Yeah, Plug-in hybrid, 75 yeah. miles per gallon. And I drive a Toyota Prius C, which mm-hmm. I hate more than anything. Sure. I drive. Well, they, yours didn't even have a center console. Yeah. Oh, I hate it so deeply. How do you not give someone a center console? Well, yeah, that was an option you had to choose, right? I had a car guy do this stuff for me and he messed up on the car Wait, I, I, you yeah. had a car guy do this for you? Listen, I, I'm, I, it you infuriates me. Wait, how did, it's wait. a lease. But 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 why didn't you why what you weren't involved in the search for your car? I was car? involved in the search, but but my agent set me up with this car guy who does stuff uh, for other clients. Wait, 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 no. wait, wait. Did ridiculous. you just say my agent. my agent set me up with a car guy? Just, you mean a car salesman? No. What are you talking about? This guy who specifies, who does work with people to figure out what. <laughs> wait, how much did you pay this man? Not, I don't know. Uh, does he, does he only shop for cars for people? He like he like gets cars and like takes care of stuff for you and sets you up. Like he got me to the front of the line of the DMV without having to wait. wait He's like I the know magician. Why. I this know is why. Insane. No, I know why you're obsessed with with why people choose cars because you hired a charlatan <laughs> to buy your car. No, and he did a bad job. No, I I I, I like him. He's done some subsequent great work. You're I just still hate in contact car. with him? Yeah, he does. Like what? This is insane. This is Elliot. insane. Okay, I will Alan, say, move on. What about your I'm, car? <laughs> I am very proud of my car. Um, and my car, you said that this this segment wasn't necessarily gay. My car is insanely no, gay. No, it's not. No, a Hyundai. Shut up. Tell I me got why. It. Shut up. I'm going to tell you why. Okay, I have a Hyundai Elantra GT. It's a right. hatchback, right? So the reason why I wanted a hatchback was because I wanted to embrace my lesbian momminess. Sure. And I wanted to be able to pack a lot of things in my car. Uh-huh. Now, I got the black version of it because I wanted to call my car Loretta. A divine because it's black and has a big back end. <laughs> now, if you can't make this segment gay, know who that is. I just made this segment very gay. And we should also add true. that your license plate vanity, your vanity plate says, ugh, why? Yeah, and you know why it says, like, why? Because I wanted a Golden Girls vanity plate, but they were all taken, except for the ones that kind of inferred, like, Golden Shower, and I wasn't about to do that. And I got really upset, so I put in the, in California, you can, like, type in your own, and I put in ugh, why, and it was available, so boom, I got yeah, it. See, I, and people on the street while I'm driving, they're taking pictures of yeah, my car I've as I it. drive. It's great. I will say that I know now 
I'm like, Oprah, what I know now yeah. is I need a car with a console. Yeah. yeah. I have Did you t- tell Larry this you or whoever to- your <laughs> guy is? You need to buy your own fucking you need to get car, your own Elliot. Car. I know. And now I know that next time around, first of all, I've taken some Ubers of the new Honda Civic. <laughs> they are luxurious. You can't wait, go backwards, wait. though. You can't go from a hybrid to Say the car you wanted. No, I'm going to. Say the oh, car okay. you wanted you, before you got this car. There was one car you were obsessed with. Oh, the Nissan Rogue? Yes. Oh, oh no, the Nissan a, Juke. The Juke. He was obsessed with the that's Juke. Because right. it looks right. like a little spider. I forgot that he was like coming to bars and he'd be like, do you see that new Nissan? Nobody saw the like, new what? Nissan, Elliot. That is I will, so Oh, they pulled funny. it up. They pulled it up. Thank you. Our producer, Land, pulled it up. <laughs> I love it. These are the Jukes. Look, I'm not, I, I guess it's a chic. Yeah, Brent. I get it. The Jukes I get it. look like a sex toy. They look they're like something. Awesome. I mean, they're, they're curvy. They're will, for her pleasure. They look like little spiders and I love it, but I I know now that I will only be getting hybrids from now on. Wait, but so yes, weird. they will be. A, it'll be a small yes, SUV. Yeah, yeah. You saw what I was looking at. <laughs> I love them, and I yeah. love. I do love the new. In, the new inside of Hondas are beautiful. Oh, so your dream car is a <laughs> Honda or a Nissan? <laughs> no, right, cool. somebody my, else. I, my I new would, dream car is a, a is, a, is a Nissan. Is a Nissan Rogue. Yeah, I'll take a yeah. Tesla. Yeah, I'll take Electric. a Tesla too. I'll take a Tesla. Oh, before we go, Alan, what, what, what's your dream car? At oh, this my point? dream car. Yeah, oh, what, I, I, what would you I, I want a Chevy a Volt Tesla. because, like, my my um my dad was like a union guy, and I've always thought that I had to buy American. Like, I, I have a foreign car now, but I'm, I feel guilty in That's a way. That's always how I felt. Too. I want like an American car, so I really want a Chevy Volt. My parents, but Tesla is American. Yeah, you're my right. parents have always have had the same car. Oh, yeah. Twins. My parents, we would always get Mercury Tracers growing. Wow, really? So disappointing. Wait, but your dad worked for Ford. Yeah, Mercury was owned by oh, Ford yeah. for a while. My mom, who is shuttered. legally blind, let me just say, she is a legally blind person. Uh, she drives a Chevy Tahoe. Oh, what? Right. Yeah. She drives wow. a Chevy Tahoe because wow. she Look says- Look out, St. Louis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. She says it, it's the bigger, she's, it's easier for her to drive bigger cars because she can see everything. Bless <laughs> wow. her heart. Wow. Okay. What would your aunt say? What would your aunt say? We always ask the question, what would your aunt say about something we talked about on today's podcast? Probably be embarrassed to ask. Mm -hmm. Potentially. Yeah. Brent, when it comes to Aunt Ramona, what would she say? She'd say... Anderson Cooper's gay? I I only watch Fox News. I only watch watch Fox News. Well, I know Aunt Joanne would say, who's Gawker? (laughs) (laughs) My Aunt Anne, who uh, she's she's married to a black man, Uncle Ray, and she would hear the word Loretta Devine, and she would immediately start obsessing over how much she loved waiting to exhale. She would quote the line, is he watching me walk away? Yeah. Wow, you guys have something in common, don't you? <laughs> yep, we're exactly You're really alike. close. Very yeah. similar. <laughs> Thanks for listening to You're Making It Worse. Until next time, I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. It's a good show.